Mayor Eric Adams works to reverse sanctuary policies in New York as the city plummets into dystopia. A U.S. airman sets himself on fire to protest the so-called genocide in Gaza. The Houthis cut telecommunication cables in the Red Sea. And a California judge has refused to charge right-wing protesters due to a lack of prosecutions of rioters from the left. All that in your quick hits, coming right now. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Cam Higby, and this is The Wrap-Up, where we break down the biggest stories of the week that you might have missed but definitely need to know. New York's Mayor Eric Adams is pulling a 180 on the city's sanctuary status as the migrant crisis rages on, with migrant attacks on police officers, robbery sprees, and an unsustainable economic situation. Adams said, I want to go back to the standards of previous mayors, who I believe subscribed to my belief that people who are suspected of committing serious crimes in the city should be held accountable. Current New York policies limit city officials from contacting ICE about illegal immigrants who are accused of or have even been convicted of committing crimes. Adams is concerned specifically about those who have repeatedly committed felonies. Adams said, quote, I think that New Yorkers have a right to be safe. He was pressed about whether those non-citizens should receive due process, to which he quipped back, they didn't give due process to the person that they shot or punched or killed. Adams explained that ICE has their own due process for deciding whether or not an illegal is deported, and concluded that if ICE makes the determination that they should be deported, then they should. Over the weekend, a U.S. Air Force serviceman, Aaron Bushnell, lit himself on fire in front of the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C., after dousing himself with a flammable substance. While on fire, he screamed, free Palestine at the top of his lungs. Secret Service officers extinguished the flames before the fire department arrived. Bushnell was taken to a hospital, where he subsequently died of his injuries. Before committing this act of self-immolation live on social media, Bushnell alleged that Israel was committing a genocide against Gaza in their current war against Hamas. According to the New York Post, Bushnell claims to have had, quote, secret knowledge of U.S. troops fighting in tunnels under Gaza thanks to his, quote, top-secret security clearance he claims that he possessed. Bushnell also reportedly interfaced with several left-wing anarchist groups online, appearing to show a trend in radicalization. The pro-Hamas movement has now romanticized Bushnell, dubbing him a hero, and the left seems to reject any notion that this airman was mentally ill at all. The question now is, will this lack of condemnation only further motivate mentally ill individuals to commit similar acts, with the notion that they too would become a hero? And Bushnell was not the first individual to light himself on fire in protest of the war instigated by the gruesome October 7th terrorist attacks. On December 1st, a woman did the same before the Israeli consulate in Atlanta, Georgia. Despite U.S. intervention, the Iran-backed Houthi terrorists have not backed down from launching attacks and are instead ramping up their efforts. The Daily Wire reported that the group had destroyed underwater telecommunication infrastructure between Europe and Asia in the Red Sea. The Houthis in previous months have been responsible for launching rockets at commercial vessels in the Red Sea and causing mayhem for international trade. According to The Guardian, Houthi leaders have denied responsibility for the attack. The destroyed infrastructure was fiber optic cables that cost hundreds of millions of dollars and will most negatively impact Gulf states and India. The cables carry roughly 17% of all international data. The cables, which would take months to repair, will likely remain damaged because finding someone to work on them while the Houthis remain prominent in the area is unlikely. Biden, in tandem with other European nations, has been launching attacks against the Houthis, but the terrorist entity remains undeterred. A 
California judge decided not to prosecute two, quote, far-right political agitators, citing that, quote, no individuals associated with the left who engaged in anti-far-right speech and violently suppressed the protected speech of Trump supporters were charged with a federal crime for their part in starting riots at political events. Robert Rundo and Robert Bowman attended a pro-Donald Trump event in 2017 as members of the Rise Against Movement, which is an alleged far-right white nationalist group. At the rally, the pair allegedly acted violently against members of Antifa. Antifa, short for anti-fascist, is a left-wing political advocacy group that marched alongside BLM in 2020, engaging in countless instances of violence, arson, and assault. Judge Cormac Carney alleges that the far-left agitators whom these men acted against did the same thing, but no charges have been brought forth. He said, quote, defendants have established selective prosecution. There is no doubt that the government did not prosecute similarly situated individuals. Carney has thrown out their charges, feeling that if Rundo and Bowman were charged, violent members of left-wing groups, especially from this instance specifically, should also be charged. Prosecutors quickly filed an emergency appeal and police promptly arrested one of the men to be held by another court. And now it's time for your quick hits. An Illinois judge removed former President Donald Trump from the ballot, citing the 14th Amendment. Trump's son, Donald Trump Jr., was sent a death threat containing white powder, causing a hazmat unit to arrive at his home. 82-year-old Mitch McConnell announced that he will step down as Republican leader in the Senate after the election in November. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is moving forward with a plan to prioritize illegal immigrants for state jobs. Hundreds of Gazans were trampled during a stampede as humanitarian aid was delivered to the Strip. Vladimir Putin is now threatening Western nations with nuclear escalation if troops are sent to intervene in the war. A Texas law allowing police to arrest illegal border crossers is struck down by a federal judge. And an illegal immigrant from El Salvador is charged with murder after a shootout led to the death of a two-year-old boy. That's all I have for you this week, guys. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment down below what you thought of these stories, and I'll see you right here next week on The Wrap Up. Thank you for watching this video. To keep PragerU videos free, please consider making a tax-deductible donation.